0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of And The Winner Is. Uh, This month we will be reviewing 1955 winner On The Waterfront. And joining me as always is Tony. Oh. Hello. We're doing all right in the sweltering UK heat? Yeah, not too bad. It was a bit of an oppressive
1: film to watch this afternoon as well.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I watched it. I watched it yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, um, I watched it yesterday morning, so it wasn't as bad, um, but still bad enough. So yeah, as I said, we're watching 1955 winner on the waterfront. Um, first off as we, we tried to do uh, where we watched it, uh, this time it was, uh, an Amazon prime watch for me. I'm sure it was the same for yep. you, Tony. Um, oh, yeah. it was again available, uh, on Sky Cinema. Um, but my, um, my uh, free trial had run out before I got round to watching it, um, so, and it was cheaper to to rent it uh, <laughs> on Amazon than it was to take out the, um, the and monthly it's, subscription it's print as
1: well. I thought because it was in an HD and it looked pretty sharp actually. Yeah,
0: yeah, it did. It, it didn't look bad at all. Um, mm. So I'll go through first the the films that it was up against. As I said, it was nineteen fifty five. So the four films it was up against. So it was a five. of those five-picture one, yep. So it was The Kane uh, Mutiny, um Stanley Kramer film. Uh, He was producing that. The Country Girl, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, and Three Coins in the Fountain. Um, Well, I've seen The Kane Mutiny years
1: ago, and I've seen Seven Brides. I've never seen the other two.
0: Yeah, no, I haven't. I hadn't even heard of the other two, Um, I have to be honest. So let's go into some notes. Normally, I would write a script. For this, both of us do. We tend to have our notes um beforehand, but I haven't just because the weather has been so bad today, <laughs> I just so hot that I just haven't got around to it. Um, so I'm just going to go through some of the trivia on, on uh IMDB. Um, so the first one that I'm picking up, and it's actually the first bit of trivia on there. Um, as part of his contract, Martin Brando only worked till four every day. Um, and then yeah. would leave to see his um his therapist. Um, his mother had just died um, and he was in therapy to try and resolve some of the issues he had with his parents. Wow. Um, so he actually had it in his contract. Um, so shortly after the film's 1954 debut, um, the East Coast Longshoremen's Union was still um, there um, and it was expelled um, from the, the, the Fishermen's Union, I suppose. Um, oh. Even it was still run by the mob, even then. Yeah. Um, so that's why it was expelled. Um, so let's see if I can find anything else that's decent. Um, so yeah, uh, the part of Edie Doyle, I saw this earlier, and um, was originally offered to Grace Kelly. Um, oh, she turned it yeah. down to play rear, uh, to appear in Rear Window instead. Oh. Um, they said that um, the part of Edie Doyle um, was actually originally the lead or a lead alongside Marlon Brando. Um, but Eve Marie Saint was actually nominated as Best Supporting Actress and she won. Yeah, so she luckily um, really. Yeah, so they changed it um, and she managed to win. Um, Arthur Miller was actually approached to write the screenplay. Mm. Um, he did so. Um, but later pulled it when the FBI and studio bosses required him to make the gangsters communists. Ah, yeah. um, so he he got away with uh, got away from it, so it didn't he doesn't get a credit for it. Um, Marlon Brando's Oscar for best picture was actually either lost or stolen. Um, oh. Then the award did show up um, when Brando was contacted by a London auction house. Who was selling it? Good deal. Um, So it was. I assume it was a return to him. Um, (laughs) Even Marie Saint's character was supposed to be nineteen. She was actually thirty at the time of the release, Um, which also. Yeah, um, Marlon Brando was also thirty. Um, when he won for Best Actor, making him the youngest person ever to win the award. Um, he held that title for 23 years when Richard Dreyfus won for The Goodbye Girl in 1977. Um, that then has passed again. Uh, the current holder is Adrian Brody, who won at the age of 29 for his role in The Pianist in 2002. Yeah. Um, so Rod, uh, Rod Steiger played Marlon Brando's older brother in the film. In real life, Brando was actually a year older than him. <laughs> um, many of the real longshoremen uh, were from Hoboken, um, where much of the film was shot. They were used as extras, um, which is interesting because it doesn't particularly show them in a great light um, yeah. for the most part. Um, so, um, 1955, um Columbia Pictures was sued um, by one of the longshoremen um, as he claimed that uh, Terry Malloy, played by Marlon Brando, um, was based on him. um, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And there was a small out-of-court settlement, so I think it was proven that it was based on him. Um, I'm just going to try and find one more. Um, So the screenwriter that actually did get a credit, Bud Scholberg. Um, he won an Oscar for his screenplay. Um, he actually published a novel called Waterfront, which focused on the causes of Waterfront corruption. Wow. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. Um, as part of Brando not being on set, the taxi scene um, when the two brothers are sat in the back, uh, Rod Steiger actually filmed most of his stuff on his own. Um because of that, Marlon Brando and Rod Steiger didn't actually talk to each other. Um, it wasn't until the 1990s that they got in contact with each other um, and attempted to bury the hatchet. Um, so that was interesting. Um, so one of the newspapers that we see earlier on in the film um, that the police used to cover Joey's body, um, it actually shows... Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe's wedding. Um, <laughs> they were married on the first, uh, on the 14th of uh, January, 1954. Um, so that was interesting. Um, so Marlon Brando was paid $100,000. Uh, Aliyah Kazan received $100,000 plus 25% of the box office. Nice. Um, Frank Sinatra was originally uh, approached to play Terry Malloy. Um, yep. but producer Sam Spiegel preferred Marlon Brando as he had greater pulling power at the box office. Yeah. Um. So a last little bit that we always talk about, um, and that is, its box office. I'm just trying to find it. Um, we actually haven't got a box office. Um, because of how old it was. Um, it did have an estimated, nine hundred and ten thousand dollars. Um, budget. Um it's one of those ones well, that was so seen, early. I
1: have seen figures somewhere in the region of about like 10 million for a box office yeah.
0: somewhere. Yeah, oh. I would imagine yeah, guesstimates, um, proper box office there isn't one. Um, which we have found with some of these older ones um yeah. that they haven't had um, box office. So so I suppose we better jump into the film itself. Mm. So yeah. um
1: this is the First
0: second time yeah
1: after it's a columbia we've not had many Colombians, have we um, no
0: we haven't no they're an interesting company because they've been bought out so many times over <laughs> over recent years it's like, uh, it's like
1: triggers triggers broom don't know which part is columbia anymore <laughs>
0: well yeah because it's sony own it now uh i believe so or yeah. the name yeah, um, I'm sure the the studios in in LA is you heard Sony Columbia. Christ, didn't
1: they, at one point Yeah, in the last, I yeah, but
0: yeah. One um,
1: thing I did pick out from the, from the opening credits was you, you got that great big Marlon Brando name comes up flashed up on the screen.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. The of the film. Yeah, and it's interesting because it was a note that I wrote somewhere. I don't know where exactly it was but it doesn't feel like Brando. It's very understated. Like a lot of his old later performances are are quite big. Yeah. Um, And in your face. He became a bit of a caricature in in later years. So, you know, this film went
1: much raw. And he just started out in his method acting, I think, at this point. Yeah.
0: And and this is actually the second film of his we've reviewed. Um, Obviously, we did Godfather Part 2, which he isn't in much, obviously. Um yeah. he in it a little bit but not much um yeah so this is the second one um you mentioned early yeah. on about the 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 h d um print the yeah. one thing I didn't think was so great the sound mix was very very low um mm. at times the music was so loud I couldn't tell what they were saying yeah, yeah. um which was very interesting
1: it's quite a dramatic musical opening actually, That There's a lot of
0: drums and stuff in that opening. Yeah. Uh, the film sort of comes open. Yeah. Um, and I, I found it a very strange out-of-the-blue opening. Um, it doesn't really clue you into what the story is. Mm. Or, and it, it, to be fair, I don't think it ever does, um, other than the fact that he's involved with the mob. There's no real... Storyline that stands out. Yeah.
1: Um, well, it's basically just trying to sort of just give me little flashes of, of the fact that he's, he's um he's a bit of a heavy, isn't he? It very much puts me in mind of some of the opening like bits of Rocky. Uh, yeah. With him, uh, very interesting parallel I thought
0: actually with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and again, the mob scene that follows uh, after the death of Joey doesn't really clue you in, and there's way too many characters in that scene for it to have any coherence. They're just, yeah. It's just little bits. And it's talking that doesn't have anything to do with the story for yeah. the most part. You, you'll go off to one set of characters and they'll be talking about one thing, off to another one, and they're talking about something completely different. It's, just, yeah. it's very confusing at times. Um, and I know it shouldn't be. Um, but right from the word go, it does really set him up as a defector. It's, it's signposted.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, because I mean, he, he didn't really appreciate all that they were going to throw him off the building. They thought they were going to give no. him enough
0: and talked to him a bit.
1: There's the, the first siege there of how things are probably going to play out. That, that he's sort of reluctantly sort of working for the for these sort of um, corrupt union bosses.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's it's a struggle to put any pieces together early mm. on. Um, and it, I'm going to be honest, I haven't got that many notes about it. Um, but it starts to pick up when you get the the relationship between the two leads. Um, yes. It becomes a very different film yeah. once she comes along and into his life.
1: And I, um, I didn't note down because it's something we talk about quite a bit. I thought they had really good chemistry in this,
0: actually. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. did. Um, All together, that once she's there, yeah, it's a completely different film and and one that you could sit there and go, yeah. Do you know what? She I could like just watch a film nice. about. Then, yeah and don't need everything else that surrounds it yeah. um and obviously you he want something thrown in but
1: you become superman's mom in later years of course
0: yeah yeah <laughs> of course and and here you superman's dad um yes. <laughs> so i'm <laughs> um, very interested um yeah it becomes a better movie when it becomes more personal um mm. And in the early mashup um moves over for a more specific story between them two. And it, yeah, it just works better for me once we've got that. Um, and then there's one scene that, that seems to take up about a quarter of the film that just doesn't seem to end. Um, a very long exposition scene between them. Um, when he's kind of talking about what's going on and and it kind of feels like, I don't know, I didn't, wouldn't want to remove it, but mm. it feels like it could have been shortened for a film mm. that's very short anyway for yeah, an Oscar yeah, winner, yeah, yeah. Um, which was one yeah. of its plus points, is that it doesn't hang around. It doesn't... No, it, it tells its story, doesn't it? And, uh, yeah. And, and exits and, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then it seems like he gets away um, with setting her brother up um, rather quickly. In fact, she seems to, to understand quite quickly um, what happened and that he had nothing to do with that, in quotation marks. Um, yeah. And she seems to forget about it quite quickly until later on when he actually does admit that he, he was involved.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but then, um, and he also, it also really forces her off the scent of chasing it down.
1: Um, uh, oh, I'd like it. the other bit I like in, in this, sort of, this sort of opening half of the film is Carl um, Molden's character as the, the priest. I think yeah. he has some really nice stuff to work with actually throughout the film. Yeah, um, uh, and, and her father
0: there. as well. I really yeah. like her father's performances, though I don't have a clue what he's on about most of the time. <laughs> um, he's a really compelling watch. Um, so, yeah, both of those kind of lower leads. I think, uh, are really good um, in that role. You're not wrong. Um, and and it takes it takes them a while to finally admit that they're, they're together. I'm actually yeah. on my second page of notes by the time I wrote, finally, they kiss. But then he admits <laughs> to to getting her brother killed. Um, and then it yeah, all that, goes to hell again. Done
1: that. There's some great use of sound in there because that, that's, that's an old sort of trope of they often use sort of scores to just sort of, show two characters telling the story that we already know. But in this one, he actually went for full-on sort of industrial sounds that sort of yeah. makes it really oppressive and,
0: yeah.
1: and adds to the impact of a off. I think.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I, and then I, I kind of... It kind of lost me, despite the fact that it was it was short. I, I said I'm not even sure there was enough story to warrant a movie here. Oh, okay. um, it just... It didn't seem to go anywhere. It just seemed, for the back half of the film, it just seemed scene after scene of, uh, of him avoiding people finding out what he did. Um, and it just like he he lied to the priest, he lied to her, uh, and kind of avoided the fact that he he had done it yeah, um, well, he's lying
1: to himself as well. That's, that's yeah. About him sort of learning to stand up for himself and yeah and, and um, um was um is it Johnny Friendly the character I think
0: yes and
1: learning to stand up to him
0: yeah um, then we get the, the the famous line which is I didn't realise it was from this film uh, I could have been a contender oh yeah I, yeah I didn't know it was from this film I've heard it repeated in so many sitcoms and and things like that that I was just like oh. This is where it's from. Yeah, it's a really um,
1: good story,
0: I think, as well. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and, and kind of, that touches on, on my, my final notes, but yeah, there's some really good performances in this that have, is kind of lost in a sea of no story um, at times. Um, and I thought, oh, at this point, oh, they're signposting that they're going to kill him off. Um, yeah. Only to then be surprised that it's his brother <laughs> that gets killed off. Um yes. So that was a bit of a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- then I said, as I'd said earlier on, um, it was it was pretty signposted that he was gonna defect. Um, he was always gonna turn and testify against them. Um and then you're the, the just left with a, a really broken man who's lost everything, really. Um, he's lost his brother, um He's lost what he was doing as a job. He's lost his girlfriend. Um, But she did have a quick change of heart. Um, A really quick change of heart, to be honest. Um, And she was back with him once she realised that he was going to go up against them. Um, And then we get that really brutal final fight. And for for something that's that old, um, it really is quite brutal.
1: Yes. Yeah, they're really sort of pummeling, don't they? Yeah, you, you, you think he's gonna he's gonna win it at one point and and knock Johnny friend, Friendly into the water, but then they, they sort of flip it around.
0: Yeah, and uh, it wasn't what I was probably. expecting at that point. And then then of course he does does win after everybody turns on them. Um, yeah. at the end he does does finally get get away and and it's all all uh, sorted a, again.
1: A great punch from Pop as well to put Johnny in the water.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um. So yeah, my, my final notes, as as I said, I just mentioned one of them. I just thought it was a very hit and miss film. Um, coherency was not its strong point. Um, while it had a, a, linear story, I don't think it was particularly told in a strong way. Um, I just thought it was in terms of quality. I didn't think it was, it was quite there compared to some of the stuff we've, we've already watched. Um, and as I said, some good performances that just seem to get lost um, in a very inconsistent film. Uh, I could only give it a 62 for my mm. score. Wow.
1: Okay, interesting. Because um, yeah, I gotta say I've never seen this film in its entirety. Or well, I've seen bits and pieces of it, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was some really great sort of performances throughout um and for me i had one of the better stories that we've had in a while um and that story of sort of suddenly trying to sort of come to terms with themselves um and, and where they are in life and standing up for themselves um so for me yeah my my score is is going to be way different to yours i suspect when i get to it in a minute um i said there were a couple of minutes i pop, i picked out i thought were great that that scene where pop finally puts him in the water he's just brilliant and again i didn't see that coming um and I, I absolutely love the ending, actually, the, the bit where he makes the walk back up to the, um, to the, to the, um, where I to the dock that was really powerful. And, um, although I was expecting to cark it even then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This
0: uh, it very much feels like it's signposted at times. That yeah. They're, they're going to kill him off.
1: Yeah. Um, I said, so, yeah, I think from, I say Maldon was great. The, the two leads were great. Uh, and, my score, I've got to go for something like maybe 85 for this guy. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really well put together and a really nicely crafted storyline. So yeah, yeah, eighty-five.
0: Yeah, and, and that happens sometimes. There's mm. we've as we've said before, we've been friends for 20 years next year. Um, yeah. but again, there's a, there's an age gap between us, despite that. Yes. Um yes. And, and we are gonna have different, different tastes, and yeah. and it just for me it just didn't work. I, I felt I mean, like now, there wasn't yeah, enough padding to it. I would probably say.
1: Off. I mean, because we we both we discussed in the past that we both like um like the theatre as well, but don't sadly get to go enough. Yeah. Would you like to see this as a stage show? Because I certainly would. I'd love to see a stage version of this.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It it would be very interesting. It, it lends itself. It, it's got the feelings of yeah, even was, musicals.
1: Some in the, in the in the past, but.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's even got, yeah. It's it's got like the feel of things like Guys and Dolls and West Side Story. Yeah, um, and that that's probably what I could compare it to. And I I think I preferred West Side Story. um, Yeah, yeah. Um, to this. Um, and yeah, I I agree. it, It probably would do very well, um, on the stage. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So that's. That's it, I think that, yep. that covers that for this episode. Um, as we said on the last one, we, we didn't do a random pick for this month. We, we did specifically pick years ourselves, um, not for the films, but just it was an easy, easy way to do it and look back at what we'd done before. So Tony will be hosting our next show, which will be Birdman, mm. um, which should be interesting knowing Tony's feelings on that <laughs> film um so yeah thank you tony for joining me as always um remember to go follow us on social media at bpb podcast productions across all social media sites Uh, and remember to go and give us a review on the podcast listening app of choice and that helps us massively to to be seen and for other people to listen to these shows like you do so thank you very much listeners and we will see you on the next one for birdman